0: Okay, today I want to talk about a track from one of my all time favorite bands, Simple Minds, but it's a song that perhaps you might not have heard about. It's from their black and white 050505 record, which came out in 2005. The song is called Stay Visible. Now, some of you are probably thinking, Simple Minds is still making records at 2005. Yeah, they're actually still making records today. In fact, uh, it's still great stuff. They're putting out amazing records every couple of years or so and still touring out there and doing some great music. And I found, actually, that most of my favorite stuff from the band lately has been from the 90s and the 2000s. Beginning of this track is just awesome it's a great album opener we start with just a little bit of keyboard string sounds along with this really cool bass line that's going on it's kind of mellow eventually we get the piano melody and then you can hear a little bit of cymbals coming in and it's a build up right into this introduction and then mel gainer comes in with his drum beat just a real quick flam drum fill and then rockets into this amazing Sixteenth beat that he's just super famous for. If you know Mel Gainer's playing and you've listened to simple lines before, you know he is the all-time king of the sixteenth note hi hat beat, and he is on full display here in this song. So we started with a piano melody and. Coming in after that piano melody, now that the drums are in with the bass coming around, uh, we get a guitar melody. And it's a different melody, but it's all single notes. And Charlie Burchill, to me, is one of those guitar players that is probably one of the most underrated guitar players of the 80s. He just came up with interesting lines always in their music. He always had a great way of standing out in an era in the 80s when it was kind of you know a little difficult to be a guitar player. Music was kind of trending towards uh, keyboards in that era, and guitar players in many cases were finding it hard to find their space. But a couple guitar players out there, like The Edge and U2, and then particularly Charlie Bird and and Simple Minds, really made a a living out of finding a space within these kinds of atmospheres, within this era that was not very guitar-heavy, to still be amazing players and come up with really creative ways of expressing themselves. Baseline, of course, is amazing throughout this song. It's just a really cool kind of a pick to eighth note thing. What I love about it, though, is, is how it breaks. Uh, you get those eighth notes right up to that last upbeat that stops for a second. You get that pause. And yet because the drums are kicking so strong in that 16th beat, you don't feel like there's a stoppage there. But it's just a great rhythmic little pump that comes in every uh, measure or so. And it just sounds amazing. And Eddie Duffy's bass just sounds absolutely perfect on this record. Uh, the production uh, all around was done very skillfully. This record is, is so well produced. And all, Simple Minds music always was. Uh, 80s music, of course, was known for its production values. But now that we're fast-forwarding up to 2005. You can hear how that sound of theirs is being interpreted here in, in a way that is much more in line with modern recording techniques and modern equipment. And it just sounds spectacular. This is one of those records I, I don't recommend too often that people kind of blow their eardrums out. But this is one of those songs that just sounds amazing when you crank it loud. All right. So we've had this introduction with the piano and then we get to the guitar and we still haven't heard any vocals, right? There's a little bit of a hint. Jim Kerr starts coming in with a high falsetto little bit right before he comes in with his chorus. And then by the time he comes in, it's you can hear it's him in all his glory. He's one of my favorite singers, one of the great baritones of, of the rock and pop era. I think his voice is right up there with David Bowie and many others like him, uh, Jim Morris and you know, other, other, other types of well-known low, deep baritones. He just has a great voice and he's taken care of it over the years. You can hear that he still has it. And his melody here in the chorus is is pretty strong. And I, I hesitate almost to call it a chorus. This song's structure is very odd. It, it doesn't fit your normal pattern of verse, chorus, verse, chorus in any way, shape, or form. I mean, the, the choruses almost sound like more like verses to me. Uh, it's almost as if this song doesn't really have a chorus in the traditional sense, unless you count the piano melody as kind of a refrain. But he starts with this chorus. And then after that chorus, it breaks down into a what I would consider then more of a verse where the bass comes down an octave and we pull back a little bit. The guitars have been doing this arpeggiated single note thing. You'll notice that there are very few chords struck on the guitar in the song. It's a lot of melodic kind of guitar playing. But the bass comes down in that verse and we get less guitar, less bass. And so it comes down in feel for the verse part. What is And then right after that, we go right back into another chorus. And then after that chorus, it, t- it kind of does this breakdown where we go back to the piano melody and the bass and we lose the drums. We get a little bit of a wah, wah on the guitar happening and uh, just kind of a minimal bit of percussion in there. But the song breaks down completely after that second chorus. And to come back into this guitar feature that's about to come, what I would consider maybe a guitar solo, even though it's very sparse. There's this fill that Mel Gaynor plays, and it's just absolutely amazing. Again, this guy just... Uh, He's just one of my favorite drummers. He plays this fill so, you know, executes it so flawlessly and gets us right back into the beat. And it's, uh, it's just so cool to listen to. then we have to guitar feature which is, is a nice departure there for uh, Charlie to show off a little bit uh, we go back into another chorus and then we hit this bridge and, and this is sort of the climax of the song in a lot of ways it, it goes down to F the whole song is an A minor basically and it's this driving simple 4-4 kind of a beat but they go down to the bridge and they're playing F to G chord basically and it's just a great modulation when you're playing an A minor to drop down to that F for a bridge it's just it's where you wanted to go it's where you expected to go it's nothing thing out of the realms of your expectation but it's so perfect It's one of those times where you just have to do what is expected and it's it's a great bridge after that it cuts out we get back to the original piano melody which I guess could be considered a chorus and pretty much the song is going to end right after that for the most part At the very end, uh, as the drums stop and everything, we get this cool keyboard effects of these four notes playing over and over again, very 80s reminiscent. But again, because the production of this song is so good and so strong, this is definitely not a record that could have been made in the 80s, although the song is written as one that perhaps could have been written back then. Simple Minds, in many ways, they still have it. They're just great. When they are firing on all cylinders and when they play this well and this strong and they've got great production values, they just consistently have been one of my favorite bands. I'm sure I will be talking about some of their classic stuff as we move on in this show. But I just wanted to start off with this track because I think a lot of people sort of know of Simple Minds from The Breakfast Club and like a couple of albums they did back in the 80s and have basically forgotten their existence. And I just like to remind people that bands like this are still out there and still kicking it and still rocking for lack of a better word. Hey, thanks for tuning in to The Weekly Listen. Subscribe to the show via Apple's iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. iTunes ratings are always helpful too, so I'd appreciate it if you'd share the show with your friends. Apple Music and Spotify links to today's track can be found in the show notes. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash theweeklylisten and become a patron. Your support will go a long way to helping me keep the show going. Speaking of support, I want to give a shout out to my executive producers on this episode, Alec and Kevin. Thank you. You helped make this show possible. If you want to learn more about how you could become an executive producer on the show, go to patreon.com slash the weekly listen. If you have any comments, suggestions, or you just want to chat with fellow listeners about the music, you can reach out on micro.blog at the weekly listen. I encourage everyone to join the conversation. Thanks, and we'll be back next week with more music.